Welcome to the Family Beacon Podcast from Minnesota Family Council with hosts Grace Evans and Moses Bratchrude. Stay informed on the top stories on life, family, and religious freedom. Get the facts, stand for truth. Hello and welcome back to the Family Beacon Podcast. My name is Grace Evans. I am here today without my co-host, actually, Moses Bratchrude. Instead, I have a very special guest with me who I will introduce to you shortly. But first, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Again, we release podcasts every single week and we fight for life, family, religious freedom. And we are always bringing you the facts so that you can stand for truth. Now, you might notice we have a slightly different setup today. That's because we are always working on improving our setup. We have a new table. We have new chairs. Our video quality has increased dramatically the past few months thanks to our new videographer Christine. She's incredible so stay tuned for more updates for more improvements. We will continue to work our hardest to bring you the best possible quality in the world. So jumping right on to our podcast episode today you guys something pretty big happened this weekend. Something pretty devastating happened this weekend here in Minneapolis and we're going to get more into exactly what happened but first I'd like to introduce to you my friend Tammy Coker of New Life Family Services. Tammy thank you for joining us here on the podcast today. Thank you. Tell me yeah tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do. Thank you so much for having me it's just such an honor to be here and my name is Tammy Coker as she said I'm the executive director of New Life Family Services We are a licensed adoption agency, as well as we have five pregnancy centers, four in the Twin Cities and one in Rochester. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for joining me. We're very happy to have you. So tell us how long you've been with New Life Family Services and what what position you started in. Sure. Well, I'm dating myself, but I've been there (laughs) for 21 years. And I started actually as um, licensing our our families that house pregnant women. Mm. So that was it was very part time. My kiddos were little. And so I've been there for 21 years. I've been the executive director since 2009. Wow, incredible. I'm so, so grateful for your work. Seriously, you've been an inspiration to me for years. Mm-hmm. I, I've told the podcast this before, but, you know, I've been becoming more of a pro-life activist the past few years and just learning more about the pro-life movement. And you're definitely one of the people that stands mm-hmm. out to me here in our state. So it's an honor to have you, you on the podcast. Yeah. So tell me, if you will, about the vision and mission of New Life Family Services. I'm a big fan. Tell our audience all the details. Yeah. So really, I mean, our mission statement is to honor the sanctity of human life by assisting clients in life-affirming decisions with the love and compassion of Christ. So Mm -hmm. that's at the core of who we are. It's who we've been. We are celebrating our 50th year this year. Wow. Let me just... I know. That's that's incredible. (laughs) Wow. It's it's pretty amazing. So that's really exciting. But honestly, our goal is to provide holistic, compassionate care for women in the midst Mm. of an unexpected pregnancy and support long afterwards as well. So you mentioned 50th year anniversary. So you have a gala coming up. Is that correct? Can you tell us the day, where it will be at, how people can sign up for that? So we don't have the registration open yet, but it is... Um, Saturday, October 28th, awesome. and it's at the Double Tree in Bloomington, and we are having Tim Tebow. Whoop, whoop. Well, yeah. I will definitely be there, you guys. Tammy will definitely be there. I hope you guys will be there because we need right. to support our local pregnancy resource centers, and New Life Family Services is an awesome one to be supporting. So, okay, let's get into more of the nitty-gritty. Yeah. Tell me, so I love New Life Family Services because you guys have so many different programs, yeah. and it's very exciting to me because it totally busts the myth that, oh, pro-lifers are just pro-birth, right? That's exactly. not true. Totally a lie. So tell me about the three different programs yeah. that all provide compassionate care for women, children, and families in our state. 
Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, we are a licensed adoption agency. That's our first program. It's called New Life Adoptions. And what's unique about that is we um, serve birth families and adoptive families all the way through the process. And we have a two worker model. So that's unique with adoption because what we do is we have one worker that works exclusively with the birth families and we have a separate social worker that works exclusively with the adoptive families. So it's kind of unique in what we do. Incredible. Our philosophy on adoption is finding families for children, mm-hmm. not children for families. Families. So mm-hmm. it's a subtle difference. We started adoption services we, because we wanted to provide every life affirming option for women in an unexpected pregnancy. Amazing. So, what year did that that yep. portion of your organization start? Yeah. We started adoption in 1980. Wow. And we have facilitated more than 800 adoptions since Incredible. starting. Incredible. I just need another round of applause right there because <laughs> honestly, I could applaud everything that Tammy's saying in this podcast episode. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> so funny. Our second program is our first care pregnancy center. Mm-hmm. So we have five locations. Four in the Twin Cities, one in Rochester. This is our storefront where we serve those facing an unplanned pregnancy. We do pregnancy testing, ultrasounds, decision-making counseling. We have licensed social workers on staff because a lot of the families that we serve are struggling and need additional resources. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we have licensed social workers that can help them work through that. Our largest program within First Care is our Every Family Parenting Program. And like you said, we are not just pro-birth. We are pro-long-term. And so our families can actually be in our program till their youngest child is age five. Wow. Yeah. it's We're very proud so of that. incredible. Very. Yes. Um, we are really in it for the long haul with our clients. Mm-hmm. And then our third program is our Conquerors Abortion Recovery Program. One in four women will have an abortion in this country by age 45. And for a lot of people, especially in the church, they're hurting and they're mm-hmm. broken. And they all they see this as is a political issue. Yep. And they don't know that there is holistic care, compassion, and love and grace that is there for them as well. Wow. That's so, so that's so important. It is so important to stand with women. I mean, there's so much grace. There's so, so much, much grace. grace. Yeah, the cross covers all, and it is amazing and beautiful. So kind of as a follow-up to this, our attorney general, Mm. Keith Ellison, we talked about this on the podcast. He lied, blatantly lied about pregnancy resource centers over the summer. This is in August. He released this, I think it was, he called it a consumer alert. alert. Consumer Mm -hmm. alert. And he was trying to tell Minnesotans that pregnancy resource centers are dangerous and they're hurting women. I'm not making this up, you guys. If you didn't listen to that podcast episode, I mean, Elizabeth Warren has said similar things to this. I'm going to go ahead, Tammy, and read you a quote from his consumer alert. And then I just love to hear you respond to this because we know that these allegations are misleading and honestly outrageous. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and read you our audience the quote. Tammy's going to respond to it. This is from, again, Attorney General Ellison about pregnancy resource centers, and this is a very untrue statement. He says, The Minnesota Constitution guarantees the right to safe and legal abortion. Many crisis pregnancy centers claim to offer comprehensive health care, but their purpose is to prevent pregnant people from accessing that right, which sometimes they accomplish by misleading, misinforming, or deceiving people. All Minnesotans, including pregnant people, deserve to get accurate, medically sound information about their options from providers they can trust. As Minnesota's chief consumer advocate and legal officer, I want to alert Minnesotans that crisis pregnancy centers often do not offer the services they claim to offer, and that that the information about abortion and contraception they offer may be inaccurate or misleading. Right. Wow. Wow. Outrageous. Outrageous. Lies. Yep. Well, what I would first say is I think it's very irresponsible. At mm-hmm. at a minimum, it's very irresponsible and what it what that statement has done is helped create a 
an environment of hostility towards mm-hmm. pregnancy centers so that people feel like it's okay to go vandalize, you know, yeah. break windows and threaten pregnancy centers like ours. It's, I think he has contributed to the hostile environment here. So mm-hmm. secondly, I would say we would agree with the one part of that statement that says women should be able to be given all their information so from true. a trusted resource. And guess what? That is what pregnancy centers do. So yep. I think what he has said is dangerous, it's misleading, and it's just categorically not true about our pregnancy centers, and it's not true of any of the pregnancy centers that I know. And if it were true, if if pregnancy centers were lying to women and misdating their ultrasounds and all the other outrageous <laughs> claims or telling them they're going to hell because they had an abortion. You'd be out of I business. Would, <laughs> I would have a problem with that. We all should. <laughs> it's not true. So true. And I mean, the really ridiculous, I mean, there's so much ridiculous stuff with this so statement. Much. But the other thing is, who's really misleading, misinforming, and deceiving people? It's actually the abortion right. industry. Yeah. They're the ones misleading, misinforming, and deceiving pregnant women. Yeah. And also the fact that he keeps he kept saying pregnant people in the statement, yeah. that is misleading, misinforming, and deceiving people because only women can get pregnant. So I have so many problems with that statement. Yeah. And I'm grateful that New Life Family Services is out there on the ground busting yeah. this terrible lie. So this really fed into the hostility. This it has did. gotten people riled up. Yep. It has gotten pro-abortion activists a lot of times believing this. Some right. people genuinely, oh, they genuinely believe, believe it. Yeah, and that's yeah. the really sad thing. And that's why we're having Tammy here on the podcast to bust that myth for you guys. Um, but there's this increasing, I would say, atmosphere of hostility in Minnesota. Not everyone is like this, but many people have bought into this lie because of what our attorney general has said and other people, mm-hmm. other leaders in our state and in our nation. So... I'd like you to set the stage for me because yep. something went down yeah. this weekend. Yep. Um, one of your clinics is located in the Phillips neighborhood of Minneapolis. It's actually like three blocks away from where I live. I live mm. very, very close. Yeah. And first, I'd like you to tell me the services provided at location. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about an attack that happened. Yeah. Truly terrible. That happened yeah. this weekend. Well, can I just tell you, too, like we are so proud of this new location. Yes. We have been planning to build this center. We've been praying about it for 10 years and it finally came to fruition. We got our certificate of occupancy this past summer and it is a gorgeous, beautiful building in the Phillips community, a very hard hit neighborhood with lots of challenges. And so, but we're so proud of it. And it's a 12,600 square foot building. It's beautiful. It's brand new. We house a full service medical clinic in the building. Incredible. That was started by African immigrants to serve low income people. So this is the building they're attacking. I just want to set the stage with <laughs> the that. Irony. The, the irony. The irony. <laughs> yes, the irony. And so we do all of our services there. We do pregnancy testing, ultrasounds, mm-hmm. decision-making counseling. We have licensed social workers. Um, and really in that location in particular, it's especially important that we highlight our Every Family Parenting Program because, yes. again, this is a situation where families are struggling. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're having a hard time. Even things as simple as diapers. You know, it's, there's a lot of people that take that for granted, but there are families within a few blocks of where we're sitting right now where they can only afford one diaper per child Wow, for an entire day. Wow! And so when that diaper gets soiled, they have to scrape it out, put it back on. And I, I want you to think wow. about that for a moment. Imagine that you are a single mom. First of all, there are health implications with that. But imagine you're a single mom doing the very best that you can 
and this is what you can afford. This is what you can do. It's going to have an, take an emotional toll as well. Mm-hmm. And so it, the services that we provide for families, especially in crisis, especially low income, in poverty-stricken areas, are critical. Like some of these families, this is the only support they get. Mm-hmm. And you can't buy diapers with food stamps. True. You can't. So, so true. I think that that really is the bottom line here yeah. is that women and children and families deserve they Absolutely. deserve the support they need to choose life. Absolutely. And who's on the ground doing it? New Life right. Family Services and other pregnancy resource centers. Exactly. I was there, I think this must have been this fall, just organizing through some baby clothes. Mm-hmm. So You had so many donations yeah, yeah, because yeah. you were just opening your doors. And it's incredible. And you're right. You... These women, these families, these minority communities, yeah. especially, they need your support. Correct. And so it's amazing what you guys are providing. So that being said, you provide these amazing these amazing yeah. resources. Something happened this weekend, like we've been saying. Tell me first about the pro-abortion protest that happened yeah. outside your facility, and then we'll talk about what happened after the protest. It was actually the other way okay, around. Okay, other way around. Go ahead and yeah. correct me. Yeah, yeah. Just set the stage. Let me know everything. Yeah. yeah. So, well, first of all, I got a call at, it was about 1.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, the police were at our building. Wow. And they called and said, we need somebody to come on site. You've been broken into. And so we didn't know exactly what was happening at the time. Sunday morning? So Saturday, Saturday morning. early Saturday morning, wow. about 1.18 a.m. Wow. And thankfully, so two people mm-hmm. um, quickly, within about two minutes, vandalized the building. So they spray painted graffiti and they took a hammer and busted out seven windows. Crazy. Um, they sprayed all kinds of hate-filled things like, if abortion ain't safe, neither are you. Um, abort these nuts. <laughs> it's so hard to even say <laughs> the slang. Um, Jane was here. That was written a couple okay. of times as so well. Jane's Revenge. Jane's Revenge. We've talked about on the podcast before. Yep. So, and then seven windows were broken. Um, yeah, wow. it was really heartbreaking. And it it was just devastating. So you got that call, Tammy. And did you get that call and you woke up around 1, 2 a.m.? Is that what happened? Yeah. So one of our, so it's kind of interesting. I was actually in Florida. Okay. So one of my staff called me. So mm-hmm. it was 2.30 in Florida. And I talked her through it and we talked through things. We had somebody go over there. And then I took a super early flight, which was already scheduled. Wow. But I took a super early flight, got in about noon, went straight over there. Um, but our wow. staff were there on Saturday because there was a planned protest for mm-hmm. Saturday at 1 p.m. Do tell. So hmm, kind of interesting timing that there would be mm-hmm. vandalism the night before a protest. Very skeptical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The protest was supposed to be across the street at PV Park, but they decided... No, let's have this nice vandalism as our, you know, backdrop. <laughs> That's a good look for them. No, just teasing. Right? right? So wow. they, there were about 25-ish people that showed up to protest our building okay. or to protest pregnancy centers. They're, <laughs> Which we'll get into that, too. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. But, yeah, so they showed up. They were there from one to two with microphones and... Oh. Being loud are my favorite thing, I have to tell you, is our security guard, Wallace. <laughs> Shout out to Wallace. Shout out to Wallace. Wallace We love Wallace. Wallace is the best. And he went out there because one of the things they were saying is, you know, no state funding for pregnancy centers. (laughs) And he said, what are you guys even doing here? If you knew what they did, like you would not have a problem with them. He goes, they don't even take state funding. And one of the protesters said, yeah, we know. (laughs) Hmm. Interesting that that you know that. Yeah, you're still protesting about state funding for pregnancy centers in front of our building. I'll have a question more about yeah, the state yeah, yeah. funding later because yeah, sure. we need to get into that. But 
first I really want to harp on the fact that, okay, so you and I know New Life Family Services is this absolute lifeline for women families in our city, yes. often impoverished minority women. Yep. Yep. Lots of the time, single mothers are coming into your clinic. Totally. So they turn to you for no-cost care. So tell me more about how this attack on New yeah. Life Family Services ultimately is hurting women in need. Right. Well, it's diverting time and resources mm-hmm. away from the work that we're doing every yeah. day. It's you know, intended to scare our clients from coming in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's just, it literally hurts women and children and families. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just so disheartening. It truly is. And follow-up question, it, it seems to me that the pro-abortion movement knows, especially here in Minnesota, they know that you are on the front lines of this fight, protecting right. women. They know that you're one of the largest, oldest, most comprehensive pregnancy resource centers in the country, actually. Yeah. And so they know this, and they know your life-saving work is actually a threat to the narrative mm-hmm. that pro-lifers totally. again, are just pro-birth. They know that. So they're seeing you and your organization as a threat. Yeah. So... Do you think that there are other driving factors affecting this attack? Um, or can you speak more to that specific factor? I mean, I think, honestly, it comes back to the hostility. Mm-hmm. I think it doesn't make yeah. any sense, right? I mean, it, if you look just practically speaking, what they're mad about is that we don't refer for abortions. Yep. That's literally all they can really be mad about because we don't do any of the things they claim we do. Like, literally, all we do is don't refer for abortions. And guess what? We are upfront about that mm-hmm. with our clients. Mm-hmm. So there, nobody's being misled. Nobody's being deceived. They're being supported and cared for. So I do think it does affect their business, perhaps. It, yeah, I'm sure it does. And I mean, the thing is, it's Planned Parenthood who's deceiving women. It's the abortion mm-hmm. providers because they're all saying, I'm pro-choice. Right. Like, I'm pro-women choosing what's yeah. right for them. And then you walk into their abortion facility and they are not going to refer you to New mm-hmm. Life Family Services. They're going to say... We will only stand with you if you choose to abort your child. We will only stand with you if you give us a big mm-hmm. whopping sum for an abortion. That's why when we'll stand with you. But we're not going to stand with you, support you, yeah. send you over to New Life Family Services to choose life. Because why? Because they're not going to get any money if mm-hmm. they do that. Um, and so I just needed to needed to vent there because <laughs> pre- pretty salty about that, as you guys know. We talk about it a lot on the podcast. Yeah. So let's turn again to the state funding thing. Sure. I do kind of want to get yeah. more of your insight on that. So. Many of the pro-abortion activists outside your facility, they were protesting against the state funding, like you mentioned. Some even noted, they were like, oh, yeah, we know this pregnancy resource center Mm -hmm. doesn't accept state funding, but we're still protesting. I don't even know what that was about. Very confusing. Um, Can you tell us why New Life Family Services doesn't accept state funding? Yeah. You know, we just, we never have. Mm -hmm. Um, It can come with red tape and things like that. And we want to do what God has called us to do. To serve women the way that we want to serve women, to care for them, to provide holistic care. And, you know, we have amazing donors who step up and support us. And so we've never needed it. We've never wanted it. And that's not to say that other centers shouldn't take it. Um, I'm not saying that at all. It's just the choice that we made a long time ago. Um, And I know that there are centers that do take the Positive Alternatives grant that's about to be cut. Yep, I was about to mention that. Mm -hmm. And they do amazing, great work. One of the centers that's very close to one of our centers in St. Paul, they do prenatal care. Awesome. And these, they do, not only do they do prenatal care, they do prenatal care for a very low-income population. The same women that without their services would be delivering in the ER. Wow. Like that's the work that they're doing and that's what they're trying to cut. 
from mm -hmm. organizations like ours and other, you know, the other pregnancy centers. I think you're absolutely right, Tammy. I mean, it's not wrong to accept that state funding, but we've talked about this on the podcast, I think two episodes ago. Yeah, our state right now, very radical legislators, they are trying to get rid of that grant. And so what's going to happen is some pregnancy resource centers are going to be hit hard by that because they do accept that state funding. Yeah. Now, New Life Family Services, thankfully, isn't going to be yeah. hit by that because they are totally 100% donor funded. And again, guys, they're a big pregnancy resource center. They have multiple locations. They have multiple programs, those three yeah. main programs. And this is not going to affect them, thankfully. doesn't yeah. That doesn't mean that what the state of Minnesota is doing is right. It is absolutely wrong. Right. Pregnancy resource centers do deserve our fund, do deserve funding, state funding specifically. But I think it's cool. You're kind of wise. Yeah. I would say that's a wise sure. decision on your behalf. Yeah. Um. So back to your Phillips location. Yeah. Tell me about your plans to stay open in that minority community. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not going to dissuade us. We're going to awesome. keep going. Uh, we were there all day Saturday. We boarded up the windows so that we could stay open. We actually had a group from North Central come over and clean off the graffiti. Wow. It was so sweet. Wow. So we still have a little bit of the graffiti that's still up there. Um, and then the windows are boarded up. It'll take a few weeks. But we were open on Monday. That's awesome. We're not closing. We are here to stay. We expect challenges, especially in a community like Phillips. Mm -hmm. um, we've been around for 50 years. We're not going anywhere. Love to hear that. That's yeah. great. And if you need more help cleaning off the graffiti, I'm actually the president of a pro-life club at oh, my school, awesome. which is Bethlehem College. It's right yeah, down the yeah, street. Yeah. So let me know. Absolutely. We would love to come help you guys out. And we'll actually be great. touring your pregnancy resource center, oh, I think, in like two weeks. So excited Fabulous. for that. Yeah. Okay. So this has been so insightful. So insightful for our audience. So mm -hmm. insightful for me. How can people learn more? about your work and how can they support mm -hmm. the incredible work of New Life Family yeah. Services? I mean, easiest way, of course, is on our website, yeah. newlifefamilyservices.org. Um, we have all the information there. You know, we have all the practical needs that we need. We have a donate link, all the kind of things. Sign up for our emails. Actually, one of the greatest ways you could do it, shoot, I don't have the number with me. That's all good. Is to pray for us. We actually have a prayer text. We'll put that in the description. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So we have a prayer text that goes out where you can sign up and you can literally be praying in the moment when we have a client who needs extra prayer and support. Yes. Maybe she has an abortion scheduled the next day. That's a huge way. I mean, we love that. Because it's our 50th year, one of the things that we're doing this year, which is really fun, is called 50 Stories of Hope. Oh, cool. And we are sharing a client story from the past 50 years every Tuesday for the whole year. Wow. And that's on your yeah. email list and on social media. Yep. Okay. And, and on our website. You can see wow. actually all the 10. I think it's 10 we've posted so far. It's really fun. Incredible. So yeah. incredible. Um, and what other are those three ways? I think you said there were three yeah. ways people can... Tangibly. So Tangibly yes, we are, help. we just did a video mm -hmm. to talk about because so many people are reaching out, thankfully, yes. with all of the protests and stuff like that happening. And three specific ways that people can um, literally support our clients is number one is to provide hygiene items. We created an Amazon wish list mm -hmm. just for hygiene items because a lot of the families we serve have unstable housing. Oh, and yeah. so things like hygiene items become a huge challenge. So important. So we give them hygiene kits. Number two is gift cards that go directly to our clients. Good. So if they've applied for assistance or something like that and need a little bit extra support while they are, you know, waiting for the grant, um, $25 to $100 gift cards to, you know, Aldi, Cub Foods, Target, Walmart, or gas stations. Um, and then the third way is with our regular Amazon wish list, which supports our Every Family Parenting program. Again, where clients can be in the program until age five. Wow. So we always have ongoing needs for that. Those are great ways to get involved. Yeah. So you guys, again, 
Bottom line, these attacks show that the opposition mm-hmm. is threatened by the life-saving work of pregnancy resource centers such as New Life Family Services, and we will never, Minnesota Family Council will never, Tammy Coker and New Life Family Services <laughs> and other pregnancy resource centers will never stop fighting to protect women and children in our state. We will always give them the compassionate care that they both deserve and need. We will never stop fighting. This yeah. only inspires us to fight harder. It only pushes us to fight harder. That's what I want you guys to remember. So on that note, Tammy, is there one word you would like to leave our audience with? I mean, the last thing I would just want to say is, you know, this attention that we're receiving from these attacks was never wanted, Mm -hmm. but it does give us the opportunity to put a highlight on the clients that we serve. And at the end of the day, that's literally why we do what we do. It's why the other pregnancy centers that also do amazing work in our communities do what they do. So. Amen. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast, Tammy. It has been a great pleasure. You guys do not forget to go ahead and check out New Life Family Services. We will have the ways you can support them, a link to their website in the description below. So important now more than ever to be truly the hands and feet of Jesus and to be so invested in the pro-life movement here in Minnesota. As a reminder, we have a podcast every single Friday. You can tune in on every single podcast platform as well as YouTube, and you'll get this delivered straight to your email if you go to mfc.org slash subscribe. All right, you guys, make sure you tune in every week to get the facts and stand for truth, and we will see you next Friday. Thanks for listening to or watching this episode of the Family Beacon Podcast from Minnesota Family Council. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you're up to date on life, family, and religious freedom. You can follow us on Instagram at MN Family Council and subscribe to us on YouTube to watch our content. Get the facts, stand for truth. Thank you.